uh, right now the Pens are getting ready for the second game of their series against the Rangers, uh, round two of the Eastern Conference playoffs. They got through the Columbus Blue Jackets in six games, which was a little bit more than most people wanted, but uh, they're in the second round, so it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I really don't know. You know, a lot of people just expect the Penguins to sweep every team, apparently. Uh, I mean, they got through. That's all that matters. You know, Boston got through theirs. And then uh, the Colorado Avalanche, who I picked to win the Cup, actually ended up losing in seven games to uh, the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I think a lot of the favorites in the West are gone. Yeah. Yeah, another interesting note. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings were down three games to nothing to the San Jose Sharks, came back, won four straight, and eliminated them. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter how many games the series goes, as long as you win. Yep. Um, that being said, the Pens are down one game to nothing. Um, they lost game one against the Rangers, 3-2 uh, to two in overtime. And that seems to be a theme of the playoffs, is that every overtime game so far has been a loss. Any thoughts on that? I mean, in my opinion, they don't play very conservatively. Uh, you know, regular season overtime is a lot different. Uh, the playoffs, you know, just goes till someone scores a goal. So normally you see teams play more conservatively. Um, you know, still trying to get scoring chances, but at the same time not trying to give up very many shots. Uh, but really every uh, overtime period has been very short so far. Last well, night it lasted three minutes. Yeah, last series though they they went to the double overtime. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But so. they did have another one that was very short though. That's true. Um. So yeah, you you would just you know consider that part of their style of play and not necessarily a defensive breakdown on any uh, one particular player or Flurry letting any soft goals or anything like that. Uh, I mean, it does make me think of the the short overtime period against Columbus. Um, that was, you know, a very long shot for Flurry to give up. was a bit of a strain. But really no huge defensive breakdowns, you know. It's, it's just the run-and-gun style of the Penguins. You know, I'm sure Rob Scuderi hates it when they play like that. But <laughs> yeah, I think he's mentioned that before. Yeah, they're not the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> All right, so uh, some keys, I think, to the loss was uh, the face-off percentages <laughs> of some of the uh, some of the more consistent face-off people. Um, Sidney Crosby, who is usually usually in the sixty percent range on face-offs mm -hmm. for the Penguins, he was at uh, thirty-two percent on face-offs. Yeah, normally he's the best player on the team. Uh, uh, one thing that really surprises me is Joe Vitale. He's, what, 33%. Um, that's one of his biggest attributes is how yeah. good he is on face-offs. So yeah, I mean, he's a fourth-line guy, and normally players like him can stay around in the league longer if they can bring something to the table like, you know, the high face-off percentage. You know, makes you think of Mike Zygamanis, you know, how good he was. That was surprising he struggled so much. But on the other hand, Marcel Gotch is doing very well. You know, came back from his injury and had uh, 60% in the face-off circle yesterday mm -hmm. for Friday night. Two other players um, 
Malkin was at 64% on his faceoffs, and Brandon Sutter, uh, 53%. So, you know, that's those are pretty good numbers for both of those guys. Yeah, just, I don't know. Th- um, if you look at just Penguins versus Rangers, though, Rangers dominated in the faceoff circle. Yeah, and I think that's one of their, uh, like all the players on the team pretty much alluded to the fact that they, ne- they needed more offensive zone possession time. And mm-hmm. when you can't win faceoffs, it's hard to possess the puck in the other end, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. I think correcting that probably goes a long way to uh, to a better performance. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the lines, the pens used in the morning skate today, um, was, uh, Crosby, Kunitz, and Stempniak, so that's a change from last series. Um, and then Malkin, Jokin, and Neal, Sutter, Bennett, and Vitale, that line also changed, and then, uh, Gotch, Glass, and Adams. So, what do you think of moving Malkin back down to the second line, kind of having everyone where they used to be. Yeah, you can understand moving Malcolm up with Crosby at times, trying to spark some offense. You know, Crosby's still without a goal this playoff series, but you need that balanced attack. You know, you can't win the cup with Malcolm and Crosby out there at the same time, you know, the whole way through. Um, but with Stempniak up there, you know, I've been impressed with him. Uh, actually, I liked how the third line was gelling. You know, Stempniak had that goal um, in game one, you know, assisted by Bennett and Gotch. So a little surprised that they're breaking up that line. But um, at the same time, you need someone that can skate with Crosby and Kunitz and, you know, put the puck on the net. Do you think um, do you think moving Malkin up is not an option for this (laughs) series? Or do you think if it goes maybe another game or two? Um, with either struggles or another loss, do you think you'll see him back up there? Yeah, I mean, game two, I wouldn't put him up there. Uh, you know, maybe if they're down 3 nothing and need to get something going. But uh, another thing moving Malkin up to the first line does is it hurts Jokin and Neal because they don't have that playmaker with them. Um, you know, they'll move Jokin into center, um, but really Jokin has been at his best this year playing wing. Well, a few games last series they had Sutter up on the second line mm-hmm. between those two, and Brandon Sutter has been playing better in the postseason than he has all regular season long. Yeah, I he's mean, he's been good so far. Right now, the Penguin centers are uh, like just really strong. Mm-hmm. Just Crosby, Malkin, Sutter, and Gotch—they're all when they're playing like they are right now. You know, I know Crosby doesn't have any goals, but it's a really strong middle for this team right now. Yeah, that's what they've been talking about. We want to be strong down the middle. Um, you know, losing Stahl was big, but, you know, adding Gotch, you know, that definitely helps them. And then Sutter picking up his game. Yeah. Um, the uh, the power play units that practiced on the morning skate were uh, first unit was Niskanen, Martin, Crosby, Malkin, and Kunitz. Second unit was Mata, Latang, Neal, Sutter, and Stempniak. Um, I definitely like that both of them have two defensemen, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think they're pretty balanced, you know, defenseman-wise. Keeping Latang and I like Niskanen on the first unit over mm-hmm. Latang. 
Yeah. I think he's kind of earned it too. Definitely. He's been in yeah. all year and been pretty productive. Yeah, Niskanen's been a huge part of the Penguins' success this year. And, yeah, I'm the same way. I like two defensemen out on the power play unit. Nothing more frustrating than giving up a shorthanded goal. And uh, Martin and Niskanen both have great shots. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're not going to jump in on the play when they're going to give someone else an opportunity to go the other way. And uh, Martin, I mean, just, you know, amazing assist up plays. You know, had eight assists in the last series. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that uh, the Jokinen isn't on the second unit anymore. I think he used to be out there, right? That's right, yeah. Who is replacing him? Is that Sutter or Stempniak that moved in there? It'd be Sutter. Okay. So uh, it might be a reward for him playing better. Yeah, and obviously these are subject to, you know, if if one unit or someone's line is out right before a penalty, mm-hmm. you know, it might not be exactly this at first. So Jokin yeah. will probably get some <laughs> power play time, but not yeah. not as much as he used to, obviously. Another thing for Sutter, um, if there's a stoppage in play and you're putting your second unit out, you'd want Sutter in there for the faceoff. Yeah, yeah, because then that's as the clock ticks down, you don't want any uh, any breakaways out of the box or anything. Yeah. Um, there are still two injuries that the Pens are dealing with right now. Brooks Orpik is still out, and Brian Gibbons is still out. So, and uh, both of those players participated in the optional skate on Saturday. Um, I doubt either of them are playing tonight, though. Yeah, I don't believe so. Uh, Gibbons sounded like he'd be back for this round, but hasn't happened yet. And Orpik, they haven't really said a whole lot about his injury, so I'm not sure where he is exactly. But Bortuzzo's been playing great in his his spot, so... Yeah, I mean, what's nice about... What's nice about this is that finally there are, like, NHL-caliber replacements. Yeah. It's not like in the regular season where you'd have to call up several people, Mm -hmm. you know, every week to replace a player. So there's finally people that... I guess what I'm trying to say is that the quality doesn't dip mm-hmm. like it like it could have in the past. So that's at least good to know. Yeah, as of now, they have three forwards that they're scratching each game, and England is still traveling with the team, so they have plenty of depth. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good situation to be in. Definitely. Do you have any final thoughts? Ted's final thought. Uh, I'll say Penguins in seven. Pens and seven. Yep. I'd still say Pens and six. I don't know. Uh, New York's a good team. They got the the thing that sticks out to me about New York is they have the defense, and that's going to be hard on the Penguins. So yeah, they don't score a lot of goals though, like typically. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Everyone everyone grades Lundqvist as higher than Flurry mm-hmm. as far as quality. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, it's it's the classic numbers or... How many cups does Lundqvist have? Exactly. Lundqvist has the numbers. Flurry has, you know, 50-some playoff wins. Yeah. And a cup. Right. I mean, Lundqvist does have a gold medal in the Olympics. That's true, yeah. But that's not a, seven, that's not a series. Mm-hmm. So... I think they're even 
at least. I don't think one is better than the other. I think they're even. Um, like if you were if you were grading if this was a video game, <laughs> the stats would be the stats would be even. That's tough to say. I mean, if you went to both goalies and just flat out asked them, would you rather have a cup or a Vezina? I'm sure they'd both say the cup. Right. So I mean, Flurry has it. Anyway, I guess we'll find out at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty much it for today. That's all we have. So. Uh, we'll find out what happens.